the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Friday edition of the Bill Bunkley Program, and we are, as always, delighted to have you with us this afternoon, and I want to welcome all of our listeners this afternoon on the platforms of the Salem Media Group here in West Central Florida. Of course, I'm talking about those of you that are listening on our Faith Talk stations. Welcome to you today. Those that are listening on our answer stations for Conservative Talk, welcome to you as well. And the business folks over at the biz, you're having a pretty good day, aren't you? Let's give you those closing numbers on a Friday afternoon, partly because looks like that uh, President Trump's uh, unemployment figures are looking pretty, pretty good, if you know what I mean. I'll tell you about that in a moment. The Dow Jones Industrials uh, at the moment appears to be closing out at $117 and change, closing at $24,329. NASDAQ, strong showing this afternoon, up $27 and change at 68.40. And the S&P 500 performing pretty good today as well, $14.52 up to $26.51.50. And uh, that's because i uh, got a couple of numbers to throw out to you. 2.2 million new jobs have been created since President Donald Trump became president of the United States. No. Let me take that back. Since the election back November, 2.2 million new jobs. We have a record low unemployment rate for manufacturing. And by the way, Hispanic unemployment rate drops to 4.7. Are you ready for this, Michael? Lowest in the history of the United States of America. Again, breaking news this afternoon, the lowest Hispanic unemployment rate in the history of the United States, down to 4.7. That would give the markets just a little bit, a wee bit, as they say in Scotland, a wee bit attitude of an attitude to do a little bit of a rally this afternoon. Well, that uh, certainly will give the biz, folks, if you are in the markets. If you've been in the market for the last year, I don't think many people could have made too many mistakes unless you were shorting things at the wrong time. And, of course, that's uh, that's on you, right? Well, this afternoon, we got a great show lined up for you. In a moment, I want to talk about the parents of the Seminole serial killer. Uh, you might have seen that was headline news in the paper today. And I want to have a conversation about that and 
when uh, parents uh, are having to step up because of the actions of their children. And uh, it has to do with uh, whether or not they will testify uh, or give interviews uh, to the um, both, um, well, I guess you would say the prosecuting attorneys in the case and wondering how you feel about that as well. Touchy little subject for sure, sensitive subject for sure, because um, we certainly have a lot of feelings about what happened in Seminole Heights, but um, there are different things going on at, at many different layers in that entire situation. So we'll have that coming uh, on the talk about here in just a moment. And uh, also coming up in the second hour, want to particularly remind you that uh, when I uh, go to uh, Colorado Springs, Colorado, to have a conversation with Bruce Houseconnect, the focus on the family, that happened probably about five after five. Bruce Houseconnect was actually, uh, he, had, he had a pass, and he was inside the chambers of the United States Supreme Court when Jack Phillips, the, uh, the baker out of Colorado, uh, his case against the Colorado Civil Rights Commission, well, Bruce was in the courtroom, and so we're going to have some special insight uh, there. And um, I would talk about it during the first hour, but I'm going to hold off, and that's because we're going to go to Movie Guide uh, at 5.30 today in our second uh, aspect of our program. But the first thing I want to talk to Ben Kaiser with Movie Guide is uh, the California wildfires. Why? Well, their office is located in Camarillo, California. If that name sounds familiar, and that is our corporate offices for the Salem Media Group also are located in Camarillo, California. And uh, there are destructive wildfires not only all around that city, uh, but certainly uh, Bel Air, other places. People have lost their houses. They've lost their their, their, their lives. Um, animals, there was an equestrian uh, facility where a lot of uh, racehorses have perished. Think about this. 100 mile an hour plus gusts i think they're having sustained winds today of 80 miles an hour if a fire is going to hop in that condition it hops and it burns down uh anything in its its pathway immediately you know we deal with hurricanes uh, here in florida in california quite frankly they they always have the big one on their mind anyone that lives up and down along the san andreas fault because they do have to deal with the shifting plates out there under way underneath uh, ground level. And they also have to deal with uh, uh, these wildfires each year. And these wildfires are really their hurricanes. So we're going to have a chance to talk with Ben. Uh, I know that uh, he, um, friends of his, folks in his church, uh, they're firefighters, they're people who have been impacted. He knows folks who have lost their houses. So we're going to get uh, an in-depth report on that as we also talk about uh, the, um, the movies of the day. Well, in Pensacola, Florida, the captain, as in Captain Matt of uh, Captain's America Third Watch, just uh, mentioned to me before I walked into the studio that apparently there's 30,000 people already interested in in Pensacola to uh, to hear the president. Now, 
He said that he was not going to campaign for Roy Moore. So he's not campaigning. He's not going to Alabama. He's going to Pensacola. Now, if you look at your map, you'll you'll soon determine that uh, it's not a problem for a lot of folks in Alabama to make their way over to Pensacola. So you have uh, that happening. Uh, he said that he was uh, now going to endorse Roy Moore. Very, very controversial in nature. Uh, I guess the National Republican Party has uh, been funding ads there as well. Now, according to what I have uh, researched in his, are you ready for this? In his prepared remarks, this speech is billed as going to Pensacola to, uh, at the, and now they're going to talk about the unemployment rate, going to talk about uh, how he has done during his first year of making America great again. Now they tell us, this is tongue in cheek, okay? They tell us that in his prepared remarks, there are not any remarks attributed to Judge Roy Moore, to Judge Roy Moore's campaign, or anything about the contest. Now, I'll let you think about that. The, uh, the moments everybody waits for are the unscripted moments. You with me? So, so it's the unscripted moments that uh, I think that uh, I, I'm pretty confident in saying you're going to get a shout-out, you're going to get a discussion, you're going to get um, a lot of uh, plenty of uh, vintage Donald Trump comments just because they're not on the, uh, the illustrious uh, teleprompter. So we'll uh, be watching that. That's going to be one of the stories. And, of course, next Tuesday is the election in Alabama. And I'll be weighing in on that as well uh, on our Monday Something to Think About as um, a very interesting dynamic is uh, getting ready to shape up uh, in the United States Senate. And that has to do with, uh, and by the way, I believe Judge Roy Moore will be elected. And I'm not basing that off of the head-to-head polls. To me, the polls on the contest itself mean absolutely nothing. Now, there are some polls that do speak to me and that are giving me uh, some confidence in what I'm saying, and that is there's some polls that really talk about the fact that uh, a very large, I mean a super majority plus, People in Alabama have said that they, um, yeah, would you bring that down here? I, I need to have some of that. I mean, I I need a refill. Would you get Jose to give me a refill? Because that's what I needed. I'm, I, I'm, getting, I, I'm getting a little bit of reaction. What was that, like five studios down, people waving at me, like waving me off? And so. Um, I, oh, I, my gosh. You need curbside service no, now? No. I, I, I thought you were going to oh refill it. No, my. I wanted a refill. Oh, you want me to refill it, I want it a refill. Too. Yeah, I mean. Oh, I my mean, gosh. What's in it? It says the season eggnog. It's in there. Egg, eggnog light. Yes, it is. Oh I mean, this no. is this is going to be the season, you know. That was uh, Jose Cruz, and um, we have to do some pre-records in other studios. So um, far be it for me to be untidy, but uh, my eggnog cup, cup was down there. So maybe I get a little more eggnog as we get into uh, into today's uh, deal. So now that I've completely forgotten about what was I talking about, I mean, I, 
Roy Moore. Oh, oh, oh. Um, the polls, uh, people in Alabama really, really in large numbers believe that, um, well, they don't believe what, what they're saying about Roy Moore. They're just, they're, they're really sort of setting that aside. So because such large numbers believe that, um, they believe him, they don't believe the accusers. I think that tells you that uh, there's a lot of people who are not going to be talking to the posters, uh, as in pollsters, not a poster, but those that are taking the polls. And then those, thank you, thank you, Senior. <laughs> you are so spoiled, Bill Bunkley. Oh, yeah, you guys are just, oh, my word, I can't even believe that you say that. I mean, I'm the most self-service guy around here. We we baby this man. If oh, the my goodness. Knew. Oh, my goodness. You know, I all love right. you, Bill Bunkley. Uh, just remember, remember paybacks. That's all I'm telling you. Paybacks. And uh, I was wittiest uh, in my senior notable when I was in high school. So I tell you what, I still got a little in the tank here. So we'll we'll figure out how to take care of Jose Cruz here before the end of the year. Yes, we will. Um, in fact, I know I know some of the shows he just loves to produce. And so maybe we'll just uh, We'll just uh, do something on one of those shows that he really likes to uh, spend some time with, and we'll do that here. All right, uh, but anyway, I think we're going to have Roy Moore elected, and then you've got Al Franken, who the weird announcement, the weird announcement, I'm resigning, but I'm not resigning today. I'm resigning in the coming weeks. I smell something there. That doesn't pass the smell test. So no doubt when Judge Roy Moore gets elected, I think it's going to happen, and I know many people are upset about that. I'm not not trying to take that side just to tell you what I think is happening. And then we'll see the big trap that's set for Republicans uh, when he goes to D.C. and gets sworn in. And then uh, Al Franken will get in the mix, and so um, certainly would be great material for weeks to come, probably for Saturday Night Live. When I come back, let's talk a little bit about uh, the parents of the Seminole shooter, and the dilemma they find themselves in. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. We'd love for you to join the conversation. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. This Christmas, give the gift of family by supporting Focus on the Family. The holidays bring families together. We help keep them together. Would you partner with us here at the end of the year to help us reach and strengthen even more families? Your tax-deductible gift will help Focus increase its impact in your life and with others. Just log on to our station website and use the keyword family. Connect with Focus on the Family and give today at letstalkfaith.com. Bill Bunkley here for my friends at EDI Travel. If you're a pastor of a church or a leader of an organization who has ever dreamed about leading a trip to the Holy Land, be sure to consult with the professionals at EDI Travel, just named again for the third year in a row, the very best Holy Land tour company by TripAdvisor. EDI Travel will start with what your group wants to see and customize your own very special tour. All-inclusive tour packages are EDI's specialty. The price for your trip covers everything. Flights, ground transportation, accommodations, tax, tips, and admissions, leaving you and your group with no surprises. Whether your group is first-time or returning travelers, they are the professionals who will make the experience great for everyone. Set your sights on Jerusalem, Nazareth, Bethlehem, the Sea of Galilee, 
the Jordan River, and much, much more. Call now to get your EDI trip planned today at 727-460-1225. That's 727-460-1225. Hi, this is Pastor Al. Got a Bible question? Wondering what the Bible has to say about current events? Join me Sunday nights at 11 on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN for Late Night Live with Pastor Al as I take your questions about Bible prophecy and current events, creation and evolution, Israel and the Middle East, angels and extraterrestrials, sin and salvation, and a whole lot more. Bring an open mind and an open Bible because you never know what we're going to talk about next. Sunday nights at 11 on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Bill Bunkley here. I want to remind you that we've got a couple of books that uh, you can win. We've got uh, five copies uh, of the book, The The True Jesus, Uncovering the Divinity of Christ in the Gospels, written by none other than David Limbaugh. You can uh, get involved with that contest by entering at am860theanswer.com or am930theanswer.com. And then uh, on our Faith Talk stations, We've got another book, courtesy of Regnery. Both of these are Regnery Publishing. Going to be giving away five copies of Mystery of the Magi, The Quest to Identify the Three Wise Men by Dwight Longenecker. And by the way, I'm looking at my copy of that book, and that is next week, I believe. Thursday, we're going to have a conversation about just who were these wise men? What's the historical scoop on these events We'll be having that conversation with the author next Thursday. But go to letstalkfaith.com to enter to win. Let me ask you a question. I want to tell you that um, in some respects, what we as a community is dealing with in terms of the Seminole serial killer, in some respects, is breaking the mold. And that's because not only is it so senseless, not only did we really build up a lot of, uh, I'll just say hate, anger toward whoever was committing these horrific murders. And so now we've caught a 24-year-old young man who has come from a a very, very, very good family. A family who's been involved in their community, been involved in their schools. They are very successful um, with a chain of uh, businesses. And their son has uh, gone off and done the unthinkable. What would you do if that was you? What would you do? Here we are, the eighth day of December. Christmas is coming up. New Year's is coming up. And a son or a daughter that you have literally poured your life into and love with all your heart has gone and done something so despicable. Now, you can do one or two things. You can write that write that child off and, you know, 
further throw them under the bus and what they're going to be based on having to pay for what they did. Or you you love your child unconditionally, which is, quite frankly, well, how I think it should be. But then you have to deal with the law. Now, under law, under Florida law, you are not compelled to testify against your spouse. That's not the case with children. Now, because there is nothing that we, the public, now there are some theories that I'm not at liberty to share, as people have shared with me, they know the family, they've shared about uh, some of the folks that, uh, uh, you know, I can just say I've been given some information about what's going on behind the scenes. And um, you've got a a mom and a dad. First of all, you got a mom and a dad. They're not sleeping. They're not eating. Um, The dad has a heart condition. They're they're concerned he may have a heart attack any moment. And they are really going through it. Now, their love for their son doesn't, it doesn't mean that they are no less deeply regretful and remorseful, particularly to the four families and the four individuals who had their life snuffed out. But they're in a tight spot because, I don't know if you realize it, there's a trial coming up. And um, let's face it, the evidence is there. They've got this young man dead to rights. This is, this is the young lad that everyone is fairly confident that killed four innocent people. But, but you know what this is all about? It's about life or death of the first Excuse me, the fifth person in this story. And that is a 24-year-old shooter. This is what the dilemma is about with the family. Now, there's no doubt that this young lad is going to spend, at the very least, the rest of his life behind bars. The question is, will he be executed? For this crime. Now I want you to think because I want you to call in and give me your thoughts at 877-943-9673. Now they, they want to know what's in this young man's background. What was it? Because that has a lot to do with punishment. That has a lot to do with motive. That has a lot to do with everything that's left to be decided. Now they're going to have to present the evidence Make no doubt about that. They're going to have to go through the motions. But what was it with this young lad that caused him to go out in cold blood and kill people he didn't even know? Well, how would you handle it if it's down to what you may or may not say about your son may be the exact evidence that will cause, A, the prosecution to ask for the death penalty and possibly for a jury to grant a death penalty verdict. What would you do? 
I'd really like to hear if you're a mom or dad, a grandmom or a granddad, if you can just think about putting yourself in their shoes. Right now, they've said they're not going to testify. They could be found in contempt of court. They're going to have to come back, I think, on January the 5th. The judge is giving them some more time. Or they will likely be found in some sort of civil contempt of court. What would you do? I don't think that these parents are going to go to jail. If they, if the judge decided to go the route of criminal contempt, that could be a remedy. But the judge, in, in a way, has already understood the dynamic here, and she has gone the route of uh, civil contempt, which could be a uh, could be a penalty or other remedies. Going to take a break right now. Check on SRN News. So, what would you do? Would you testify? Would you not testify? I'd like to know what some mom and dads think right now. Also, knowing that there's four very hurting families out there. 877 943 9673. 877 943 9673. This is real life. Call me. I'd, uh, I'd love to hear your point of view. With SRN News, I'm Val Dior. President Trump touted a newly released poll today that shows a 45% approval rating. According to the New Morning Consult Politico poll, that's up slightly from last week's 43%. The president very busy today. He signed a spending bill to avoid a government shutdown and to keep the government running through December 22nd. He helped swear in Kirsten Nielsen, the new Homeland Security Secretary. He declared California a state of emergency to free up federal resources for wildfires. And he'll hold a rally tonight in Pensacola, Florida. Republican Representative Trent Franks of Arizona had originally announced he'd resign next month after revealing that he discussed surrogacy with two female staffers. That apparently made them uncomfortable. He now says his wife has been hospitalized and he'll resign effective immediately. Positive day on Wall Street. The Dow ending up 118. The S&P up 15. NASDAQ up 27. This is SRN News. Hi, I'm Jeff Douglas, and I'm deployed here with the A-10s. Happy holidays and rock on. I'm Major Soraya Jameson, deployed to the Middle East from McDill Air Force Base. I wanted to wish my family and friends Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I love you, and I'll see you soon. From the 31st Mu Command Element S-2, we would like to wish our family and friends a... Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thankful for those who serve in partnership with Auto Glass America. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Here's Dr. Robert Jeffress with today's Pathway Minute. Verse 8. And the other seed fell into the good soil and grew up and produced a crop a hundred times as great. Here is seed that falls on what Jesus called the good soil. It is loose, not hard. It is deep, not thin. It is free from the infestation of weeds. Now, what I want you to see in this passage is the amount of fruit that grew had nothing to do with the sower. It didn't depend upon the sower. It really didn't depend upon the seed. The seed was the same in all four instances. What determined whether the seed produced fruit was the condition of the soil 
upon which it fell. You're listening to Dr. Robert Jeffress with today's Pathway Minute. You can hear more teaching from Dr. Jeffress at ptv.org. Pathway Minute is a production of Pathway to Victory. It's the worst humanitarian crisis since World War II. Two million refugees have flooded into the tiny country of Lebanon. More than half are children settled in makeshift tent settlements with dirt and disease everywhere. But at Heart for Lebanon's Hope Center, lives are being changed. Here's Rahaf, a 14-year-old Syrian refugee. I thank Heart for Lebanon because he learned me about Jesus. Jesus changed me for best. I love Jesus so much. This Christmas, you can bring the love of Jesus to a whole classroom of these children. Call 877-873-0190. That's 877-873-0190. Or go online to letstalkfaith.com. Please be as generous as you can when you call. That's 877-873-0190. Or give safely and securely by clicking the Heart for Lebanon banner at letstalkfaith.com. Sunday mornings at 7.30, don't miss the crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Let me remind you, that's the way you and I have acted toward God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, but not only that, he gives us life, he gives us health, strength, food, shelter, and clothing. The crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Sunday mornings at 7.30 on Faith Talk AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. Have a holly jolly Christmas It's the best time of the year I don't know if there'll be snow But have a cup of cheer Have a holly jolly Christmas And when you walk down the street, say hello to friends you know and everyone you meet. Ho, ho, the mistletoe hung where you can see. Somebody waits for you, kiss her once for me. I don't know about you, but the reason why it's hard to uh, dial that down is because... If you're like me, Christmas reminds you, quite frankly, of Christmas's past. And uh, my mom and my dad, they loved. I tell you what, I, I remember the day they got their big Magnavox, you know, uh, stereo system that had the big reel-to-reel with the big, beautiful, what, about a five- to six-foot-long wooden case and boy I tell you what Lenny D and uh, all the guys I tell you what so when I hear the oldies that we do here I know I know know there's 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 at least one of you who I think may get it when I tell you this it just it just takes back me to a lot of memories and uh, growing up and I remember I remember being drug along to some of those Christmas parties when I was probably Three, four, five years of age. You know the ones when you're little and mom and dad doesn't have a babysitter, and so uh, you get drugged along, and all you're doing is uh, staying out of the way of all the adults in dark lit rooms with a lot of Christmas lights on. You know, 
but those are part of the memories. Hey, we're back uh, 36 minutes past the hour. I guess that, um, you know what? I guess that was a tough question for you. If you're just joining us, we were we were talking about a a real live real life dilemma. And I had asked if any of you um would any of you testify against your son or daughter if your testimony was going to mean the life or death of your son in a, not one, not two, not three, but a times four capital murder case. So I want to tell you that um, I certainly can understand as a parent And I I will understand as a parent if these parents don't don't come forward with that testimony. They are likely to pay some kind of price. And I know that maybe even some listening this afternoon would say, Bill, you're crazy. We need to, uh, you know, we need to be tough on this crime and we need to throw the book at them. We need to make them testify. Well, I'm not there, if that's your thoughts. By the way, phone lines are open, 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673. Let me tell you why I'm not there, particularly in this case, and I don't know what it would be in the next case, but I certainly am sympathetic that in the odd And remember, we're only dealing with what we've been allowed to know publicly. Even some of you know some of the specifics about this, as I do, through back-channeling friends, because the community does discuss these things, and there are friends of this family, there are friends of the victims, so we have have a a gateway to do somewhat um, a look into into the facts and circumstances. But let me tell you where I'm at. This young lad has already destroyed his life. And if what, um, what's been shared with me ends up being at least in the neighborhood as to what may have motivated him, it will be pretty sad indeed. And, and quite frankly, it just might be a wake-up call for a lot of other people because there's nothing on the face of this, what I've heard is sinister, bad in and of itself. But but here's where I'm at. Nothing's going to bring back those four precious people. The families will be benefited by getting some answers for sure. But let's face it, this young lad has already destroyed his life. He's not going anywhere. And so whether he spends his life in prison without parole or he meets the qualifications 
to be killed. This is such a tragedy all the way around. I don't think that I could come down hard on the parents if they don't want to testify. Because I just think about what it what it, would it be like to live the rest of your lives Though it's not your fault, it's not your guilt for what he did. He was an adult. Was not dealing with any serious mental issues that anyone knows of. But you know the guilt's going to be there if they give testimony and he is one day executed. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. Let's go to Seminole. Jim is joining us this afternoon. Some thoughts, Jim, on this, um, quite frankly, this heartbreaking situation. Oh, yes, it is, sir. Uh, the one thing that kind of gets me is this crime was no secret, and I think we all saw pictures and images of this gentleman on TV, and everybody was asking <clears throat> if you know anything about it or if you recognize this, would you please call to the police and give them some some uh, information and some clues. Now, it's what one makes me wonder is what parent wouldn't recognize their kid there? And my question is, when did they first know or realize or even suspect that their son might have been doing these dastardly killings? If they had suspicion of it, Right after the first time they saw this man on TV, how many other killings could they have prevented? So what goes through my mind is, is their hesitancy to want to not testify uh, really all about just saving their son from the death penalty, which Mm -hmm. he'll never receive anyway, or is it to protect themselves? I have a suspicion that there's more to this than appears than just a couple of sorrowful parents. I think they may have known about it and or should have known about it. Mm -hmm. And I think they failed to recognize it. And unless they testify, we'll never know. If they don't give us the straight poop, we'll never know. I will always suspect that they knew about this. And uh, I think they should testify, and if they're not testifying, then I think they are subject to the full penalty of law, in my opinion, uh, for all the reasons that you say that the judge might take action against them. I have no sympathy for them. I, would, I have none whatsoever. Yeah, and I, I certainly cannot speak authoritatively to the two important points that you bring out. What I am somewhat aware of i need to be careful how i couch this um um i believe that and by the way this family was very involved in the community kind of a open house kind of a deal um there has been someone who was there apparently allegedly one night when the son was going out and the parents um, and there's been additional testimony that they kept reminding their son that when you go out, be careful, there's a killer on the loose. So 
you've got that that was discussed uh, at some point before or during the whole thing when a fa- another another member of the community was over there. And the other thing is, according to uh, what's out there officially, it wasn't until he was um, so, uh, somewhere through the process during that afternoon where he was uh, identified, apprehended at the McDonald's, that later on that week, later on that night, the police called them and uh, had them come down to the police station. And that, uh, at least for the record that we know, that's the first time they ever knew it. But I do understand what you're saying because the way that he was flipping that phone in the video, which is just a nervous habit, uh, it would seem to me that anybody, uh, I don't know whether he did it on purpose or whether he just did that the night of the crimes, but it would seem to me that anybody who would flip the phone, anybody who knew a flown flipper, flown, a phone flipper uh, and was a slender African-American gentleman certainly would have had cause to say, wow, could it be? But, um, but no, good points, Jim. Um, and I'm kind of with you. If he did, well, the only reason is, is that at 24 years of age, if he does get a death penalty conviction, he may be young enough to do the 10 or 15 years or whatever the appeals process is going to take. But um, so uh, I would say, Jim, for your point, until you know more definitively of what they knew, the parents and what they knew and when they knew it, that's kind of where your focus is at the moment before you make any further judgments, right? Yes, sir. All right. Jim, thank you for your um, your observations this afternoon and uh, gives us all more to think about. And I hope you have a very great weekend. Merry Christmas to you, too, sir. And Merry Bye-bye. Christmas and Happy New Year. Be blessed, my friend. Jim and Seminole. And uh, the key is, is that... Um, we all know people who know people, those of us that are kind of close into this community here in Tampa. And, um, and you know, if you've listened to the show long enough, you know that I'm very, very careful and uh, want to make sure that uh, what I'm talking about publicly is sourced uh, as best as can be sourced. So we'll continue to, uh, to uh, monitor this situation for sure. When I come back next year, next year, next week, we're going to have a very special time. Uh, Tom Artema, who is the co-founder of Heart for Lebanon, Tom himself, who has been traveling the globe, is going to be coming right here to Tampa. Tom and I and a handful of folks were in Lebanon for Heart for Lebanon, and I want to make a little appeal for you to do some soul searching and consider whether you could help us for our Heart for Lebanon campaign. Uh, It's amazing because um, $98 is going to help one of these children, part of the 2.1 million refugees of the ISIS conflict and the Syrian civil war. Talk about that in a moment. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back.
If you have a damaged windshield, keep your family safe with a premium quality replacement and a lifetime warranty from Auto Glass America. If you have comprehensive insurance, we'll buy back your old windshield for up to $100 cash on the spot. Come to you with free mobile service and install a new premium quality windshield all at no cost to you. Be safe. Call today for fast claims processing. Remember, we turn your broken glass into cold hard cash. 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-GLASS. Auto Glass America. Life is all about choices. Cars, shoes, appliances, pretty much everything you buy. And when it comes to life insurance, SelectQuote offers you a choice of your best prices from up to 15 great life insurance companies and over 100 different policies. So you not only get the perfect life insurance for your needs, you probably save hundreds of dollars in the bargain. Jason is 40. He controls his cholesterol with meds, but is in good health. SelectQuote got him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. SelectQuote, it's all about choices. To see how affordable life insurance can be for you, go to SelectQuote.com or call 1-800-671-7070. That's 1-800-671-7070. 1-800-671-7070. Over a million people know, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. Don't miss Land O'Lakes Christian School's annual open house. Sunday, January 28th, 1 to 3 at First Baptist Church of Land O'Lakes. Tour the classrooms, examine curriculum, and meet the staff. Celebrating 40 years in Christian education, Land O'Lakes Christian School is accredited by the American Association of Christian Schools, North American Christian School Accrediting Agency, and the National Council for Private School Accreditation. Classes available pre-K-3 through 12th grade. More information at lolcs.org. That's lolcs.org. Saturday mornings at 1030. Join us for The Universe Next Door with Dr. Tom Woodward. The truth that the idea of God being our creator is not just credible. It's not just plausible. It is actually now becoming undeniable. The Universe Next Door with Dr. Tom Woodward. Saturday mornings at 1030 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Every three minutes, another person falls further into credit card debt. Many credit card companies have nearly doubled their minimum monthly payment. People can barely afford to keep up. Here's the great news. With our powerful program, anyone with $2,000 or more in credit card debt can cut their credit card payments up to half and reduce or eliminate interest charges altogether. We are a nationwide nonprofit and have helped over 600,000 people with their credit cards. Get free of credit card debt today. Call 800-495-1307. That's 800-495-1307. Thank you for making my dream a reality and publishing my very first book. Karen Notner is author of Is Jesus Your Pearl? You encouraged me, you laughed with me, and you held my hand through the entire process. Karen's publisher is Zulon Press. Do you dream about publishing? Make the dream real with America's fastest-growing Christian book publisher. Your free publishing guide is waiting at ChristianPublishing.com. Thank you so much to all the wonderful professionals at Zulon Press. Visit Zulon Press at ChristianPublishing.com. Looking for a new job? Don't miss Career Showcase's special evening hiring event. This Monday evening, 5 to 7 p.m. at the Tampa Marriott West Shore, 1001 North West Shore Boulevard. Company representatives will be on hand. Hiring for sales, management, marketing, IT, customer service, and more. Pre-register now at CareerShowcase.com. And be sure to be at the Tampa Marriott West Shore Monday night from 5 to 7 for the free Career Showcase Evening Hiring Event. Details at CareerShowcase.com. 
And guess what? Up in Pensacola, it could be snowing tonight. By the way, the uh, you've been watching the news, and right now at Joint uh, Air Base Andrews, uh, pretty cold there. President Trump is getting ready to board. Um, he's arriving, I should say, on Marine One from the White House. He'll be getting an Air Force One and heading southwest to Pensacola, Florida. And Pensacola, Florida, a little bit on the chilly side. In fact, uh, snow flurries were coming across the south in Baton Rouge and those areas. In fact, they said they might see a little bit of snow in northwest Florida. So um, we'll keep an eye on that. So the rally is about to get underway. I'm seeing some shots of uh, the crowds that are already forming there. Well, I talked about Heart for Lebanon, and uh, as we wrap up the first hour, um, we have uh, gotten underway, uh, and we've had some folks that have really uh, stepped up to help us, but uh, we've got a, we've got uh, some distance to go. And right now, uh, I want to tell you that next week you're going to be hearing my testimonies. You're going to be hearing some audio of some very precious children. You know, right now there's a lot going on in the Middle East, especially after the president's announcement of uh, the embassy and moving the capital to Jerusalem. Don't need to tell you that um, it, it is the center. It is the center of not only essential things today, but essential things to come. And if you can imagine that as we are now celebrating the just very day, General Mattis and others are celebrating how the United States military and the fact that they have been unleashed and ISIS is on the run and they're on the run from Syria this very day. And you might have heard one of our Christmas greetings from one of our armed forces gentlemen who said that uh, he works with the A-10s, right? Well, that's the warthog. Well, the A-10 has been very successful the last 24, 48 hours because what's happening is these guys are in trucks trying to flee Syria and... Uh, <clears throat> The A-10s are taking them out just like uh, ants coming out of an anthill. Um, And so having said that, there is so many refugees that had to flee from ISIS who was decapitating the children's father's heads, uh, taking the older teenagers and conscripting them to uh, military service. And I won't even mention again the horrible things that have happened to the females, uh, teenagers. Um, But right now, I am so, so blessed to have gone into not only Lebanon. Yeah, it was a pretty hair-raising trip. Uh, Hezbollah controls the company, the country. In fact, one of the places I went uh, there, just inside um, the coast there, was probably about uh, 30 miles from where I was over on the Israeli side of the border. But I was on uh, the Lebanon, uh, Hama, uh, you know, Hezbollah side. But uh, that was just inside Sidon, off the Mediterranean coast. But I went to their school, they being Heart for Lebanon, the school there, the school in Beirut, and the school in the Bekaa Valley. And I met some children here that are just so, so very special. In fact, going to be letting you hear from them next week. But um, as I ask you to contemplate standing with me to uh, help with the work of uh, giving some individuals there in that very, very troubled land, children, 
opportunity to go to school, learn English, quite frankly, learn about Jesus, and they're going to be going back to make a difference uh, as this, whatever happens with these refugees, they're either going to stay or go somewhere. And I just thought you would like to listen in for just a few moments just to give you sort of an idea. And uh, if you listen very closely, these are kids in one of the classrooms I had a chance to sit with. And they are singing a song by the name of Lord, I Lift Your Name on High. And let's just listen in for just a moment. Well, that just gives you a little idea, and uh, I want to tell you that uh, those are kids who, many of which don't have a dad, don't have older brothers and sisters. They may have their mom, and I want to tell you what, I mean, just be frank, they, they've been through hell and back. But yet, you know what? They're not being claimed by ISIS. They're not being claimed by evil. They are the fortunate ones, and right now, for a one-time gift of $98, you can add 18 more precious children to be brought in from the refugee camps to be part of the Heart for Lebanon school. So would you help us this afternoon? Would you help us get an early start? You can call right now, 877-873-0190. That's 877-873-0190. $98 will sponsor an entire classroom, food and Christian education, 18 refugee children. Maybe you could sponsor more. You can also give on our website at letstalkfaith.com. Be generous if you will. I uh, I was moved by these kids, and, and I want to make a difference in their lives. That'll wrap up the first hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. If you'd like to learn more about the cake case in the Supreme Court, go to AM 570 or AM 910 or 102.1 in Lakeland. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll meet you there. It's long, over a thousand chapters, over 30,000 verses. No wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover. Want to do it? Want to read the entire Bible? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com includes Bible in a Year, an interactive plan for reading, learning, and understanding the Bible. Deepen your faith and impact your walk with God one day at a time. Bible in a Year, just one of the new interactive Bible study tools at BibleStudyTools.com. Saturdays at noon, Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy. I like to think of the Ten Commandments uh, as being commands that help us to live a better life rather than just being ten suggestions. Uh, There are laws in Leviticus that our own country has used to govern a civil society. Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy. Saturdays at noon on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at Let's Talk Faith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. 
Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Representative Trent Franks will resign immediately from Congress. The announcement from the Arizona Republican representative cites his wife's admission to a hospital in Washington due to what he called an ongoing ailment. The statement does not provide further details, but an AP exclusive cites a former aide to Trent Franks who said the congressman repeatedly pressed her to carry his child, at one point offering her $5 million to act as a surrogate. Franks originally said he would resign effective January 31st and referenced his discussion of surrogacy with two previous female subordinates, making each feel, as he put it, uncomfortable. Linda Kenyon, Capitol Hill. Franks resigned, bowing to an ultimatum from House Speaker Paul Ryan. The United States defended its decision to move its embassy in Israel against unanimous criticism at the United Nations. Speaker after speaker in the Security Council expressed regret toward or outright denunciation of the embassy decision, but U.S. Ambassador Nikki Haley insisted it will advance the cause of peace. We are more committed to the cause of Israeli-Palestinian peace today than we've ever been before, and we believe we might be closer to that goal than ever before. Haley also scolded the U.N. for its hostility to Israel, and she warned anyone who used the Trump statement as a pretext for violence is not a fit partner for peace. The U.N. special coordinator for the peace process opened the meeting with a report on unrest in the area following this week's announcement. Warren Levinson, New York. Some people in San Diego County are returning to what's left of their homes after wind-whipped wildfires roared through the northern part of the county. San Diego County Supervisor Diane Jacobs says the lilac fire looks like a tough one. Today is just day two of this incident, and it's possible that we could be dealing with the lilac fire and the high winds for some time to come. Three people were burned while escaping the flames, and at least 65 structures were destroyed. On Wall Street, the dot by 118 points to 24,329. More at townhall.com. Are you among the millions of Americans who feel uncertain when it comes to their health care? We are happy to inform you that there is a solution, and that solution is Liberty HealthShare. It's a community of like-minded people who work together to pay for their medical costs. You choose your doctor and hospital, starting at $107 a month for a single, up to $449 a month for a family. That's mom, dad, and all kids. For more info, visit libertyhealthshare.org. That's libertyhealthshare.org. Mike Gallagher here again for one of my all-time, and I mean all-time, favorite sponsors, ReliefFactor.com. My story is simple. I had a hip replaced, then I had a motorcycle accident, left me in pain, simply wouldn't go away until I started taking Relief Factor. A three-week quick start is just nineteen ninety-five. 80% of people who do order the three-week quick start go on to order more, like me. Go to ReliefFactor.com, ReliefFactor.com, or give them a call, 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384, ReliefFactor.com. The threat of a federal government shutdown this weekend is now officially over. The White House says President Trump has signed a spending bill to keep the government running for two weeks after the House and Senate passed it yesterday. Federal agencies would have run out of money at midnight without a bill. Another shutdown looms on December 22nd, and the White House and congressional negotiators are working on a longer-term agreement, which will be tense, with sharp differences between the parties on, among other things, immigration. The GOP-controlled Congress is likely to need some Democratic votes to pass a longer-term measure. Sagar Magani, Washington. The last time unemployment was this low, average wages were growing at an annual rate of 4%. Wages were up by 2.5% in November compared with a year earlier. This even though many employers say they are struggling to find enough qualified workers to hire. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters.
If you're checking your airline tickets to see how much you're paying in baggage fees, don't bother. Correspondent Jackie Quinn reports a rule on transparency has been scrapped. The Obama administration ordered airlines to disclose checked and carry-on baggage fees and add-ons for things like legroom at the start of a ticket purchase rather than after the customer had booked the seat. But now the Transportation Department says it's withdrawing the proposed rule because it would have been costly for the airlines and what it calls of limited public benefit. Consumer groups are outraged, but an airline industry group says airlines need the freedom to determine how to best market, display, and sell their products. Jackie Quinn, Washington. Travel agents and websites that sell tickets have also complained that airlines sometimes withhold information on fees, preventing third-party sellers from providing consumers with the full cost of the airfare. More on these stories at townhall.com. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is sponsored by EDI Travel. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around are the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Welcome back. It's Friday afternoon, and I want to tell you, we've got a lot loaded for you this afternoon. First of all, we'll go out to Colorado Springs, Colorado. Bruce House Connect, judicial analyst for Focus on the Family, was actually in the courtroom this week for... uh, the Cake Bakers case. We'll be talking with him to get his eyewitness analysis. And we'll head out to California to speak with Ben Kaiser Movie Guide and get a quick update on the fires and the movies. All on the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Who's happy to be at the game today? You know who's not happy? Your buddy Pete, stuck at home doing the laundry with his wife, who loves soap operas. Pete should have taken advantage of Sun Country Cleaner's wash, dry, and fold service. With 38 convenient locations in Tampa Bay and delivery, Pete could be here, dealing with overtime at the ballpark instead of dealing with an overflowing hamper. Sun Country Cleaners, let us do the laundry while you do life. Online at suncountrycleaners.com. Bill Bunkley here. It's the worst humanitarian crisis in our lifetime. Over 2 million refugees have settled in the tiny country of Lebanon. Over half of them are children, roaming tent settlements with no hope for a future. They are the innocent victims of war and terrorism. I was just in Lebanon and personally witnessed their plight. But this Christmas, you can join with our Christian brothers and sisters at Heart for Lebanon to bring them the greatest gift ever given. Please call 877-873-0190 right now. 
Your Christmas gift of $98 will help bring food and Christian education to 18 refugee children. That's an entire classroom of kids at Heart for Lebanon's Hope Center. Will you stand with me today in rescuing these children for Christ before someone else captures them for evil? Call now, 877-873-0190. That's 877-873-0190 or online at letstalkfaith.com. I would steal pills from my friend's mom. We talk about all the common drugs, but never prescription medication. I was addicted to pills. Had I more knowledge, I would have done things differently. Hi, I'm Congressman Gus Bilorakis. Prescription drug abuse is an epidemic in our communities. Secure your medications and talk with your kids today. Visit DrugFree.org to find out how together we can make a difference. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Thinking about a career change? How about your dream job on the staff at a local church? At churchstaffing.com, you can find your true calling and a new career with meaning. Churchstaffing.com has listings for hundreds of jobs in churches all across the country. For pastors and worship leaders, secretaries, accountants, facilities and maintenance, graphic designers, IT specialists, and much more. Best of all, it's free. Find the ideal job for you at the perfect place. Visit churchstaffing.com. That's churchstaffing.com. This Christmas, give the gift of family by supporting Focus on the Family. The holidays bring families together. We help keep them together. Would you partner with us here at the end of the year to help us reach and strengthen even more families? Your tax-deductible gift will help Focus increase its impact in your life and with others. Just log on to our station website and use the keyword family. Connect with Focus on the Family and give today at letstalkfaith.com. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. And also we looked at verse 35, which talks about as long as there's a sun, a moon, stars, that the nation of Israel will never cease from being a nation before God. Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, and online at letstalkfaith.com. It's Friday afternoon, and it's been a very monumental week uh, on many different uh, pages this week. And uh, earlier on this week, we had the uh, the day where we really were focused on someone from uh, the great state of Colorado who simply was a baker of cakes. And uh, I think it's uh, no uh, irony that today we're going to be talking with our friends that focus on the family. Of course, they are... Uh, headquartered there in Colorado Springs, Colorado. But uh, Bruce House Connect is a name that uh, many of you are well familiar of, a regular um, individual who um, comes on our program to keep us up to date and to give us uh, some great briefings. He's the judicial analyst for Focus on the Family. And, of course, I'm talking about the Masterpiece Cake versus Colorado Civil Rights Commission, the case that was just before the Supreme Court. And uh, Bruce, of course, is an attorney, works with Focus on the Family as their analyst, and uh, he's the chief person responsible for researching and then advising on so many things that are coming down the pike in terms of uh, uh, the the legal precedents in this country, of course, in the area of uh, 
judicial activism, marriage, homosexuality, pro-life members, uh, matters, I should say. Uh, and at the same time, uh, he's been married since 1981, has three adult children, as well as three grandkids, which he sees on a part-time basis. I'm sure he likes that part of it. And in his free time, uh, he loves getting creative with his camera and capturing stunning photographs of his adopted state of Colorado. And I got to ask you, Bruce, have you been taking any pictures of wedding cakes lately? <laughs> you know, I, I'm not too good at anything other than mountains and skies and, and things like that. Uh, cakes, cakes are beyond me. All right. Well, <laughs> give us a quick update in case uh, all, our listeners are very smart, very intelligent, but there are also a lot of them working people, so they're busy doing what the Lord has called them to do, and sometimes they're not up to date. So tell us uh, how Mr. Phillips uh, got himself on the other side of the law there in, in uh, Colorado. All right. Back in 2012, uh, Jack Phillips, owner of Masterpiece Cake Shop, was approached by two homosexual men who had just gotten married in Massachusetts, where same-sex marriage was lawful at the time. In Colorado, uh, that was not only still illegal, the state of Colorado would not even recognize their marriage. Uh, but yet they asked him, and uh, when he refused to, to decorate a custom-made cake for their celebration— uh, they took him before the Colorado Civil Rights Commission, who found him uh, guilty of discriminating on the basis of sexual orientation. Well, Jack appealed that. Um, he felt that uh, under the First Amendment, both his free speech rights as well as his religious freedom rights, he didn't have to do that, even even with a uh, Colorado state law requiring him to do so. Colorado courts disagreed uh, or agreed with the Civil Rights Commission, saying he had discriminated. And uh, Jack appealed to the Supreme Court of the United States, which took it, which took the appeal. And on Tuesday, uh, they had oral arguments, and I was in the courtroom to witness it firsthand. Quite Whoa, what time did you get there, like midnight before? I was blessed enough to have a reservation. So it's, it, it was my good fortune ah. to know a guy who knows a guy. And I got in uh, without having to. I'm not going to uh, mention this Supreme Court justice that just came in from Colorado, who's now <laughs> since on the bench. But I'm not going to mention that name. But uh, I'm, I thought you were going to say you had a placeholder because sometimes folks will send someone else to stand in line and then they'll switch out when it gets going. But I'm uh, I'm happy for you that uh, you are the notable person that you are, that you got a, you got a good seat. Yeah, well, I'm I'm just the fortunate guy who was in the right place at the right time to uh, <laughs> get a blessing. But uh, being being in the courtroom, watching the dynamics of the question, question and answer, gives you a whole different perspective than you get from just reading the transcript or listening to the audio that's provided after after the event. So um, it was very compelling drama as as the justices tried to figure out whether a cake is an act of speech. Um, whether this was an act of religious discrimination for the state of Colorado to essentially order him to provide same-sex wedding cakes or none at all. And uh, the back and forth between the justices was very compelling. But I came away encouraged, and, and that's, that's, I guess, that's the good news I want to report. All right. Talking to Bruce House Connect, who was actually in the courtroom when the U.S. Supreme Court took up the case of Jack Phillips. And uh, by the way, if you buy your home or office PC, go to FocusOnTheFamily.com. FocusOnTheFamily.com. If you haven't bookmarked that, you need to do that because it's a great resource not only on this uh, topic but uh, so many others. Um, obviously, and I, my audience is well acquainted with this phrase this week, it, it's not about the cake. 
Uh, it's about, uh, you know, freedom, First Amendment, freedom of religion and conscious rights. And uh, and so tell us a little bit about when this thing unfolded in the, in the, in the courtroom, uh, Alliance Defending Freedom went down the path of, uh, of defending this from an artist's point of view. For instance, Jack Phillips has a, a bakery. Anyone can come in and buy cupcakes or cakes or whatever that's just sort of mass-made, nothing special about them. And uh, he'll do that to anybody walking the door. But what he won't do is design a same-sex wedding cake because it violates his conscience uh, of his closely held beliefs of uh, biblical principles. So in that, they argued that he was an artist, also compared other artists. Tell us a little bit about how you reacted to that as it was unfolding, because there's two or three different ways you might go about this, but they went the artist route. Talk about that. Yes, um, and artists have certain rights of expression that, say, the the owner of a hardware store doesn't. Um, When you're, in effect, uh, creating a piece of art that communicates a message, and and think of sculptors and painters and printers and design artists of all shapes and sizes, they are communicating something through their art, not just providing a... uh, a widget that you can then, you know, put on your shelf at home and pull it out when you need it. And we recognize this over the years as something that's quite acceptable to Americans. We would never force or require an African-American baker to provide uh, desserts for a Ku Klux Klan gathering. Um, we, we would not require a, a kosher deli owner to provide uh, pork for a, a pig roast. There are just certain things that Americans get when it comes to conscience, when it comes to people who are forced to do something that's against their conscience, and especially artists. Um, because once you get that, once you get a, a, into a medium that is pure symbolic speech or, or even, even you know, just expressive speech in terms of a design, we do not want to be a nation that coerces people to toe the the government line with respect to any issue, whether it's marriage or uh, adultery or even Halloween, for goodness sake. Jack won't even provide cakes uh, for people who want to celebrate mm-hmm. Halloween. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the, courts, uh, the court's liberals got bogged down in, well, what's an artist? You know, is a, is a makeup uh, artist, uh, are they protected under the free speech doctrine you're trying to uh, get us to accept? What about uh, – what about a chef, you know, a, a you know, five-star chef that is at the hotel that's serving a wedding like that, and, and he doesn't want to make beef wellington for for the such a wedding? Is is he an artist that he, that he can say no as well? And so the court discussion got bogged down in those kinds of things. But, but uh, you know, when you think of it, a wedding cake isn't just a piece of, of food. It, it, otherwise, not all... Not all weddings would have wedding cakes, but for some reason they all do. And that reason is it's a integral part of the overall message that we this is a marriage. And when the uh, uh, pastry uh, artist like Jack is, is uh, forced to participate in that ceremony, he is, his art is then declaring this is a marriage. When in his heart and in his mind, he's saying, my conscience says this is not a marriage. And the government is forcing me to state that through my art. Mm-hmm. That's where that's where the discussion led in the courthouse. 
Bruce House Connect, let me let me um, frame this. I want to frame it pretty carefully here. Um, for those uh, constitutional scholars that are out there, once these arguments were concluded, I think that at least in some, uh, and of course, uh, those who weren't arguing this case uh, are not in the hot seat. They haven't spent the months in preparing and praying about how to go about this, but there was uh, some concern or at least some apprehension that possibly the the Supreme Court could come back with with sort of a partial victory for us Uh, by arguing a particular artist and then the discussion that the liberals on the court were having about other artists. Do you have any um, apprehension that we could get a positive opinion, but we could get a positive opinion uh, speaking uh, or putting in a certain class of individuals as a protected class, naming them, for instance, hairstylists or uh, cake artists, and that if the opinion were written in that way, uh, then for all of those uh, Christians uh, who have uh, who would have other new and unfolding <clears throat> objections to do certain things based on their closely held Christian principles, that we're going to have to fight this over over and over and fight it pitch battle by pitch battle. Uh, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I, have that, I share that concern because as it unfolded, the first half of the arguments dealt with the free speech issue, but then as soon as the state of Colorado got up to try and defend its decision, plus the ACLU attorney defending the same-sex couple, Justice Kennedy himself shifted the the ground of the debate to religious freedom, and it was quite interesting to watch this unfold. And my takeaway from that was that Kennedy may be searching for something other than free speech on which to hang hang his vote, um, which would then place it on something such as the hostility that the Colorado Civil Rights Commission displayed in its mm-hmm. uh, decision, you know, calling him a Nazi and a slaveholder for using religion to justify not serving someone is something as simple as a cake. Um, so there is a there is a a realistic apprehension here that we'll get some kind of decision that will apply only to Jack and will do nothing to benefit Baronel Stutzman, um, the florist from Washington State, or. Um, the videographers from Minneapolis, and, and the list goes on and on of various artists who supply goods and, and services, and creative services for weddings. So yes, there is that there is that issue. But uh, justices like Gorsuch were emphatically asking for, okay, I think this is a free speech case, but give me a general principle. And uh, and Breyer was the same way. Even as a liberal, he was very earnest in saying. Give me a principle on which I can differentiate between um, an artist with an expressive message and an artist that, that you know, the hairstylist artist that perhaps isn't a an expressive speech maker. How do I tell the difference, and how can we create a rule of law or principle that then won't create four thousand more lawsuits? And and so that was that was the overall concern I heard. Well, I never imagined that it would be argued on an individual basis. And, of course, uh, even the examples you gave, I think one of the one of the most compelling examples is, okay, so you have a Holocaust survivor who has a bakery, and now they're going to be asked to make a, 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 a cake for someone who was a Nazi. 
uh, during the time. Well, all that's fine to get down to the specifics, but um, and I'm not I'm not a lawyer, I'm not a constitutional scholar, but I think that there were very solid, legitimate reasons under the First Amendment to just argue the principle of consciousness and to keep driving in that area rather than, you know, the precious few moments that uh, are, are a part of this to kind of get in this rabbit hole about uh, these different distinctions. Uh, I, 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 I'm I, just a little troubled on my end, but yet I was in the court. I was not in the courtroom like you were. Yeah. The, the conscience uh, com- uh, component of this applies to both speech and freedom of religion. It it's the it's the freedom we all have to hold an idea and to express an idea. Sometimes that idea is religious, in which case it would be protected under the free exercise clause of the First Amendment. Sometimes it's just an idea that we hold based on our moral beliefs, our whatever beliefs, but it's something that is part of us that we don't want the government uh, making us speak against our own conviction. So the, the conscience is kind of the connecting thread throughout the whole case. But when it comes down to whatever decision the court makes, they're going to phrase it in terms of either free speech or free exercise of religion. Not, I'm not sure which, or maybe it'll be both or neither. <laughs> so uh, we won't know for a couple, three months. All right. Let's talk about, uh, Bruce, um, Justice Kennedy. Now, a lot on our team like to vilify him uh, because, um, well, we, we like to vil- our side likes to vilify the liberals. Then we like to vilify Kennedy when he doesn't go with us because he likes to sort of spread things out on both sides uh, as he has done his reasoning. And then we've got our heroes on the right that we love to uh, lift up and, uh, and congratulate. Now, you were in the courtroom. You were in the real live drama that was unfolding Talk about your impressions about Justice Kennedy. You know, there was a lot of rumors that he would have been, uh, he would have resigned by now um, over the summer. That didn't happen. There's another set of rumors that said that he was wanting to uh, rule on this one last case because it would be such a watershed case and he wanted to have this done. Other rumors are those on the left are pleading with him to to stay so that uh, Trump doesn't have a an opportunity to put one to really shift the court. So tell us, got a minute or two left. Tell us about your impressions about uh, Justice Kennedy as it pertained to his uh, questioning in this case. Yeah, I I think none of his questions indicated that he's a short timer and wanting to get off the court right after this case in order to cement his legacy. I I just didn't hear anything in his questioning that that leaned me in that direction. Um, He was not... I don't think he was quite on board with with the free speech arguments because he still doesn't know where to draw the line. But he is the one that brought up the treatment that Jack received at the hands of the of the Civil Rights Commission. He was the one that told the ACLU lawyer that um, your argument is just a little too oversimplified for me. He's the one that told the Colorado Solicitor General who's trying to defend their actions uh, of the Civil Rights Commission that tolerance is a two-way street, and it looked like the uh, state of Colorado has shown very little tolerance for Jack's religious beliefs. So he, he was making some very interesting questions, very interesting comments that lead me to believe that our human jump ball, where you never know quite where he's going to come down in some cases, 
is leaning in Jack's in Jack's favor. It just the the final issue I think is where is he going to come down? What's the argument? Is it going to apply to anyone other than Jack? Will it help Baronel Stutzman? Will it help the rest? And that should, if he's looking to create a legacy, he should look to create a, a, a you know, a, some kind of consensus on the winning side for Jack that that is applicable to the future Jacks and and all of the all the rest of the religious claimants because he is concerned about that religious freedom aspect. So he's the guy that we should watch. All right, and uh, of course, because of the shock that I had when I saw the decision come down about Kate Steinle, though that was a jury, we apply the same uh, caution here. You never know how justices are going to vote, and uh, surprises do happen. One last, I want to shift topics here, and I think you might be aware of this. If not, I'll I'll let you know uh, what uh, the report was in the last 24 hours. Apparently, Australia and their parliament has voted to uh, grant same-sex marriage. And as the legislation came down, there were several uh, amendments that were offered to protect the clergy, uh, to collect, uh, to, to, to protect the Christian conscience in terms of, uh, of our pastors. As I understand it, it came down and it's been voted in, and anybody who's alive today is grandfathered in. They don't have to do same-sex marriages. But once this act uh, gets um, into law, anyone after that who wasn't grandfathered in, uh, any kind of uh, pastor, religious individual, they will have to do same-sex marriages. What is your thought about that? Well, I I heartily object to uh, that kind of a law in the first place. They're going to find out in Australia, what we're finding out now is that um, what is pitched as a, a plea for tolerance ends up becoming a requirement enforced by the government uh, by means of uh, all uh, punishment available. And and to, to say that, okay, we'll let you old-timers off the hook, but we're going to indoctrinate and force the next generation to participate, that just makes me ill. And uh, I, I'm really sorry to hear that is, is happening out there. But uh, Australia will unfortunately learn from our experience, and as we're learning from the experiences in Canada and, and the United Kingdom, which are already uh, further down this rabbit hole than we are. Mm. Sad indeed. <clears throat> well, with that, um, we will wait and see. Next summer is uh, when we're going to have to hold out and see just exactly what the decision is. Uh, we are confident uh, in the, either the same day or a day or two after they met, they already know what the decision is. They're now going to be busy writing uh, the opinions. But uh, our guest today has been the judicial analyst for Focus on the Family, Bruce House Connect. And again, if you'd like to connect with he or Focus, that's FocusOnTheFamily.com. That's FocusOnTheFamily.com. And Bruce, I did not know you were in a cla- in classroom. I did not know you were in a courtroom. And so that made it a very special afternoon, uh, even though it's always special when you're with us. And thank you for this uh, this absolutely unique insight. Bill, thanks for letting me be with you. I'm, I'm still kind of excited about being there and the whole experience. It's going to have to wear off very slowly. I'm looking forward to the book. Just send me a review copy, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Take care, Bruce. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bruce House Connect, Focus on the Family. Again, that's FocusOnTheFamily.com. Let's take a quick time out and head out to California. My first question is fires, fires, fires. I'm going to be talking to Ben Kaiser about that. But uh, got a comedy coming up this weekend, and since it's been advertised a lot on TV, 
just getting started. We'll talk about that and more with our friends at Movie Guide. Don't go away. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back. Here's the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Some residents have returned to a northern San Diego County community they fled as it was overwhelmed by a raging wildfire. Retirees Dick and Joe Marsala found the wreckage of their mobile home still smoldering Friday morning. They escaped Thursday's inferno with only a change of clothing and their medications. Israel's U.N. ambassador is urging all nations to follow the United States and recognize Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. Danny Danone told an emergency meeting of the U.N. Security Council on Friday on President Trump's announcement that recognizing Jerusalem as Israel's capital is a critical and necessary step for peace. He stressed that there will never be peace without Jerusalem as the capital of the state of Israel, and that will never change. On Wall Street, the Dow by 118 points to 24,329. The Nasdaq rose 27. The S&P advanced 15. More details at srnnews.com. Message and data rates may apply. Hair Club has an incredible free offer for our listeners. Stay tuned. Are you one of the 90 million Americans suffering from hair loss or thinning hair? Now is the time to take control and do something about it. Don't wait any longer. Text MORE to 246810 right now to get your free hair loss guide and a free hair analysis when you schedule a complimentary, no-obligation consultation. For over 40 years, Hair Club has been the leading hair loss expert, offering all proven surgical, non-surgical, and hair regrowth solutions. See for yourself how Hair Club can help you get your hair back. Text right now, and for a limited time, you'll even get a set of free hair care products especially formulated for thinning hair when you come in for your consultation. Text MORE to 246810. That's M-O-R-E to 246810 right now to receive your free hair loss guide, free hair analysis, and free hair care products when you come in for your consultation. Text now. Mr. Sparky, we're on time, you'll see. Mr. Sparky, all your repair is free. There's only one reason to be excited about Taco Tuesdays. Tacos. Now you have 59 reasons to get excited about Wednesdays. When you book an appointment for Wednesdays with Mr. Sparky, you'll save 59 bucks off the service fee for your visit. That's right, on Wednesdays you can get the weekend honeydew list done, and there's no charge for the service call with Mr. Sparky. You just pay for installation repairs and necessary parts. Call 888-8-SPARKY. What I love about First Baptist Brandon Christian Academy is that it's, it is a school in the sense that they have academics, but more so it's a family. And that family is growing with VPK on the way. I love VPK. With free VPK in 2018 at First Baptist Brandon Christian Academy, your preschooler will get a head start on reading, writing, and more in a Christian environment. I chose this school because it was a quality school at an affordable price keep my kids here because of the teachers. When you get text messages from your kids' teachers, checking to make sure they're okay and seeing how they're doing, if they're not there, you can't get that just anywhere. First Baptist Brandon Christian Academy offering VPK for the 2018-2019 school year. Enrollment begins in January. It's all here. First Baptist Brandon Christian Academy. From birth through 8th grade. Learn more at fbbca.org. That's fbbca.org. They have it all. 
weekday afternoons at 3. I Work For Him with Jim Brangenberg. I'm Jim Brangenberg, the host of I Work For Him. Who do you work for, really? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, your car payment, yourself, or your Lord? Your workplace is your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. I Work For Him with Jim Brangenberg. Weekday afternoons at 3 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Hi, I'm AONC Joseph Lertola at 559th Medical Wing, San Antonio, Texas. Just want to wish my family Lertolas happy holidays in Newport Ritchie, Florida. Love you guys and I miss you. Hi, my name is Petty. I'm a third class charisma cardist. I just want to wish my friends and family back home in Tampa, Florida a happy holidays and a happy new year. And I wish I could be there with my mom, my grandmother, Shanice and Jeremiah. I love you all. I'll see you soon. Thankful for those who serve in partnership with Moss Nissan. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Friday afternoon, and uh, as is always the case, we look forward to um, our time of uh, shifting gears from such a very busy week with so many very important, uh, as they would say, top-of-the-fold newspaper issues that we've dealt with this week. So we love having an opportunity to talk about the movies, and we're going to do that in just a moment. In fact, uh, we're going to talk about a comedy, but uh, we're going to be talking to Ben Kaiser of course, Ben's with MovieGuide.org, managing editor, and uh, I got to tell you that uh, if you haven't bookmarked their site by now, it's time to do that quickly. Also download both of their apps, uh, either Android or iPhone, because we are now in the season where you're going out and uh, doing things that you wouldn't normally do on a weekly basis, which means you might be in and out of the malls and you'll have an impulse to see a movie, and I wouldn't go to a movie unless you check with MovieGuide. Uh, first, to make sure that that content is something that you, as a person uh, of a Christ follower, Christian worldviewer, want to make sure it's good for you and your family. So we have that. Uh, they do the website plus a biweekly journal and um, also have some wonderful articles of which we'll talk about today. And after the first of the year, we'll be counting down to the annual Movie Guide Awards. And with that, Ben Kaiser, thank you for being with us. It's great to be with you, Bill. Now, you're in Camarillo, which is uh, north and west of uh, downtown Los Angeles. Those of us uh, on the opposite side of the continent, down here in the other corner, we have just been absolutely stunned over the last several days to see not only uh, the, the, the 80, 90, maybe more than 100-mile wind gusts of the winds that have just absolutely made firefighting impossible, to see neighborhoods, to see farms, to see horses, uh, to see people just devastated. Uh, ben, tell us a, a little bit about um, what you're seeing there from your perspective. Uh, I think you're a little bit north of the action, right? 
Uh, yeah, so the, the fires are, I mean, they're happening all around us. Here in Camarillo, we, we are safe, but the fires, they're, they're east of us, they're west of us, they're north of us. Wow. And so many people have, have been affected. Uh, many people in my church have had to evacuate, and I've got people uh, in my church that are also firefighters that are on the front lines. And it, it really is a, it's a scary thing, but uh, we're, we're really grateful just for the, the men and women that are helping evacuate people and, and fight these fires. It's really been an incredible scene. Uh, just people come together and, and try to help out in any way possible, but there's still a lot to be done. So please continue keeping us in your prayers and especially those that have, have lost their homes just weeks before Christmas. It's, it just really breaks your heart. And uh, uh, those people uh, are going to need your prayers and, and, of course, the support of, of their community, which, which is us, which is, which is me and my family and my church. And, and we're hopefully going to step in in any way we can possibly to, to help these people that are affected. But, but definitely send your prayers. And, and I know if you even see like online uh, fundraisers happening for specific people's homes, like any, anything helps. And, uh, uh, you know, and pray for the firefighters as well, because it's, it's hard work and they've been out there all week long and there's still a lot to, to be done where for the big fire, I think we're at 10% containment and it's already burned hmm. through 130,000 acres. So there's still a lot of homes in danger, but uh, we appreciate you guys following that and, and praying for us. Well, again, you can Google and uh, look for opportunities to give. Uh, once you do find uh, uh, an opportunity, uh, do drill down a little bit more. Also want to mention that uh, our home office, the corporate office for Salem Media, is also in Camarillo, uh, right there at the same uh, place that is a home office for our friends at Movie Guide. And, in fact, what we'd like to do in the 5 o'clock hour, I'm going to do right now, and if you will, uh, just join me in a word of prayer. Would you, Heavenly Father, Lord, I come to you this afternoon, and first of all, thank you for your love for us. And, uh, Father, I come first asking that you forgive us of our sins. Uh, Father, it's only through the blood of Jesus that we have purity in you, and we also know that if we're not pure before you, uh, sometimes our prayers can get hindered, and we want nothing to hinder our prayers this afternoon. So please, all of us that are joining prayer this afternoon, forgive us of our sins. Father, I want to pray for Ben, his family, his church, as representative of all the individuals there in California affected. I want to pray for all the houses as representative of his house that has been affected. Uh, his house has not been affected, Lord, but as representative of those that are concerned. I want to pray for all the churches that have been affected, not only with their physical plant, but uh, the people. And, of course, the community is made up uh, of the people of the church. And uh, as I have, uh, Father, as you know, you know the gentleman's name, the one firefighter that as they were filming, he was overcome with exhaustion and just keeled over and uh, I prayed for him then. And so I just pray for all the folks that are fighting the fires. And Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for a miracle. I pray that um, in, in very immediate or short order, that, uh, Father, you would cause something to happen for these fires to cease and desist and for the fires to at least get to where they are manageable. And uh, I pray for uh, each and every person now, keep them safe. And, uh, Father, in the same way that uh, we in Florida deal with hurricanes, sometimes many of us don't realize that in California 
uh, Father, you know, it, it, it's either uh, seismic shifts with, uh, uh, with, with the earthquakes or it's these fires with these Santa Ana winds. And, Father, 100-mile-an-hour winds, you cannot fight a fire, as you know that. So give wisdom, give grace. And, Father, just know that uh, for all of our friends in California, we are praying for them today, and we pray for them earnestly. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much, Bill. Well, man, thank you for uh, sharing with that. And I, uh, I'll go ahead and cover this. I feel a little bit guilty even talking about entertainment right now when, when everything in, in your world and the world out there is, is in survival mode. But um, let's go ahead and have a little bit of chat uh, about um, this weekend. Um, I will tell you that uh, the trailers for this movie have been all over here in our West Central Florida market. It is the first, it is the movie we're going to talk about this afternoon. It's entitled Just Getting Started. And, of course, we've probably seen some of the more funnier clips, but uh, tell us about this one. You know, I, I think they're advertising it a lot down there because it takes place in Palm Springs. And I, I'm sorry to say it's just a mediocre movie, but it's a mediocre movie with Tommy Lee Jones and Morgan Freeman and <laughs> Renee Rousseau. I don't know if that makes up for it, but essentially they, uh, uh, Morgan Freeman plays this character, Duke, and he's living at this at this resort where he's also a manager, and he's kind of a hot shot. Like every, everyone thinks he's the cool guy, and then in comes this, uh, this guy, Leo, played by Tommy Lee Jones, and he just steals all of Duke's, Duke's thunder, and, th- and they're rivals now, and this, uh, this woman uh, steps into play, and they're trying to... Uh, uh, they're kind of battling for, for the woman's affection and trying to woo her. And then there's a subplot where you find out that Duke, uh, Morgan Freeman's character, is in the witness protection uh, uh, program and some mobster's <laughs> wife is trying to kill him. So it's a goofy comedy. Uh, it's got some some fun moments. It's not the best written. It's not the best directed. But the actors are great. It's a great cast. And there are also some uh, cool allusions to uh, – uh, the the Christmas story it is set around uh, Christmas. There's, there's some actually Christian hymns that are played that you know uh, add some levity to it. The unfortunate part is that there's there's quite a bit of PG-13 foul language. I think there is one F word and there is around 40 other obscenities. So that's really disappointing. Uh, it's definitely one only for older audiences. We ended up giving it a minus two for the acceptability and three out of four stars for the quality and entertainment value. So if you are huge fans of Morgan Freeman and Tommy Lee Jones, maybe you want to check out the review. Uh, Otherwise, you know, we'll leave it up to you whether that's a movie you're interested in. It's the only one coming out this weekend. So uh, it's a pretty slow weekend at the box office. Well, we'll take a quick look forward, but uh, is this one of those films? um, Sometimes I I know that uh, we'll see a, a comedy even. That has some some big name stars, and we see a great trailer. Then we go to the movie, and we experience those three uh, high moment comedy exchanges, and there's nothing else in the movie. I mean, it, it ends up that what you saw in the previews that was the best part of the movie. Could this maybe fall in that category? Uh, it probably will. I've been to many movies where the trailer is much better than the movie itself, and that's because they include the funniest moments in the movie. And uh, and the writing is just all over. Halfway into the movie, they 
they forget about the subplot of the uh, the mob and the assassin that's trying to kill Duke's character, and you're like, wait, what about what happened to that plot thread? And then it weaves back into the end. So it just it kind of meanders all over the place, and it's not the best. Well, it, actually, I'm going to be completely honest. This movie. Uh, is being distributed by a, a studio that actually went bankrupt. And I think this is their last movie that they had to release before they close up shop. So <laughs> kind, of, <laughs> kind of a sad situation there. All right. Well, Ben Kaiser at MovieGuide.org. Remind you that MovieGuide.org is a ministry, and it's end of the year. And uh, I know some of you look for not just one, but uh, more than one opportunity to uh, give at the end of the year. Remind you that they were a 501c3 um, entity. And so, uh, please, if you, uh, value the resources in these interviews, would you please consider giving them an end of the year contribution? So just for a couple of minutes, uh, can you whet our appetite about, uh, some of what we might be uh, getting ready to see as Christmas approaches? Yeah. So next week, uh, there's two big movies. One is of course the new star Wars, uh, star Wars, the last Jedi comes out. We haven't seen it yet. We're seeing it, uh, I believe, Monday. So, uh, you know, you'll be hearing about that from us, whether it's good or whether it's one to avoid. I have heard it's taken a darker tone than the previous Star Wars movies, which we don't we don't like to hear. We like the, you know, the more light, uh, family-friendly uh, uh, versions, but we'll, we'll see how that is. But there's also an animated movie called Ferdinand uh, that comes out next uh, next Friday, and that's based off of the famous children's book. Uh, about the 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 bull that uh, doesn't want to be violent, and we're seeing that one on Sunday. So you can uh, uh, check back at Movie Guide and see what we thought about that. And of course, we'll be back on the show. And then looking forward, some of the other movies include uh, Jumanji, uh, which is a sequel to the Robin Williams Jumanji, but this one stars Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart. There's a, a Pitch Perfect three about the acapella singing group, and uh, there's also a musical. Uh, starring Hugh Jackman uh, called The Greatest Showman. It's about uh, uh, P.T. Barnum and uh, uh, the the circus that he developed, and, and it's in a musical format, and uh, we'll be seeing that one this week as well. So there's a, there's some movies to look forward to, hopefully some good ones that the family can go to, uh, but we will keep you updated on that. All right, and to keep updated, you know, you go to the very, very famous website of movieguide.org. That's movieguide.org. All right, we got some articles to talk about, and uh, one is a movie guide, the top 10 uh, family-friendly Christmas movies, and these are some great golden oldies. Talk about that. So two of the movies that made this list are actually still in theaters. So these are ones that uh, are some of our favorites now, and you can see them in theaters. One is, of course, The Star, which we've talked about many times before. It's still uh, playing nationwide. And we just we really like this movie. It's funny, it's family friendly, and in the end, it's really uh, just reverential and an honoring to God in the birth of Jesus. But it does, looks at the nativity through a unique perspective. And of course, there's also the man who invented Christmas, which hasn't been in theaters as long, and hopefully is still playing in some theaters in Tampa. But it looks at uh, uh, the behind the scenes writing of uh, the the Christmas Carol uh, that Dickens wrote and how that came into play. It's really fun and inventive, the way it's told, and we really love that. And, of course, uh, our top ten list also includes a lot of classics. I won't spoil which one we have at the top three, but you can look at our top three favorite Christmas movies uh, at movieguide.org. That's there on the homepage. 
All right, and then we have an article that uh, about uh, new to Netflix, PureFlix, and Amazon for 2017. Talk about that uh, update to article. Yeah, so we every month we update what are some new movies that are on Netflix or Amazon Prime that you can stream that are family friendly. We don't list the movies that you know you can't you can't watch. Uh, um, or are immoral. There are some movies that might be for adults only that have positive Christian themes like Silence, which is now streaming. Don't watch that one with your kids. But I want to <laughs> highlight one other thing. Pure Flix streaming, they have uh, uh, something going on this December where every single Sunday they're, they're streaming a new Christmas movie for free. So you don't even have to sign up for for their service uh, this December. You can watch these movies for free, and we list which movies they'll be streaming each Sunday. Um, and that might be one you want to check out. It could be a, a fun weekly uh, uh, tradition for the month of December, and you can check that out at movieguy.org. Again, and last but not least, three good articles. And I want to tell you what, just keeping up each week is very important with the uh, the wisdom and the insight that come from uh, Dr. Ted Baer, that comes from uh, Ben Kaiser, and they have other guests that uh, are part of uh, their editorial team there as well. So you want to check that out. Now, what's this about uh, Star Trek uh, coming out to be an R-rated movie? Yeah, oh, man. So this one this one really gets your blood boiling. So they made three Star Trek movies in the last several years. J.J. Abrams directed some, and he's been the producer of all the movies. And the last one did not do well at the box office even though the critics like it it kind of bombed and uh quentin tarantino who is an acclaimed director and writer he's done movies like pulp fiction kill bill uh django unchained uh the hateful a all movies that are hard are very violent full of foul language uh not movies probably your audience uh tends to watch and he pitched the idea to jj abrams for a star trek movie that uh, he might want to direct, but the the only deal is he wants it to be R-rated. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but that <laughs> sounds ridiculous, especially since Star Trek has always been a a series or, or movies that are, for the most part, fairly family-friendly. You know, there are some, you know, episodes and movies here and there that, that aren't so great, but for the most part, it's been, you know, something that young boys that are, have active admin, uh, adv- uh, imaginations can watch. And it's really disheartening to see that Paramount Pictures might allow this to happen because it really closes off the, the door to that, to that next generation that wants to be introduced to, to Star Trek. And we just think that's such a missed opportunity. And why, why would you do something like that to such a beloved uh, a franchise? Mm. That's disappointing. We'll see how it develops. Uh, you know, maybe maybe we'll even do a, a petition down the road to just you know tell Paramount we don't we don't want this. Keep them keep them family friendly, mm. and uh, that's that's what we want. I can certainly imagine how they may want to push the social envelope too, and so uh, we're right there with you. Well, we have exhausted our time to be with Ben this afternoon. Remember, MovieGuide.org ought to be a bookmark on your home and office PC. Download it on your apps. Remember, end of the month opportunities to give to them. And, Ben, we're going to keep praying for you and the folks there in uh, California and just pray these wildfires get under control. 
Thank you so much, Bill. Appreciate all the prayers. God bless you. God bless you. Going to wrap things up here to Bill Bunkley show, heading out to the Harlem Globetrotters tonight with uh, young Zachary and uh, with some uh, Senator John Grant and some friends. Hey, I want to remind you that coming up next, my pastor, Dr. Ken Whitten, on today's edition of Living Truth, How to Connect with People, Part 2. That's from the book of Genesis. And please, this weekend, visit our website at letstalkfaith.com. Click on the Heart for Lebanon banner. Next week is our emphasis. Would you consider getting an early start on helping me feed and educate refugee children in Lebanon? We are absolutely going to be serving to, to get these kids plugged into the kingdom of Christ. Again, that website, letstalkfaith.com or 877-873-0190. I'm Bill Bunkley. Have a great weekend. God bless and good night. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.